The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all! From the brand new Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show that's definitely on its first take and is not on its second take. Why would you even consider that? My name is Greg Tuffer. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Normally, you can see us every weekday at noon at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, but uh, presently, our cameras have decided to go on strike, and we support unions, so good for you, cameras. Good for you. I am sitting, either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, twisting and tweaking, making a sound good, celebrating his 43rd birthday today. One of the very greatest baseball players of all time, Alex Rodriguez. Oh, there you go. Okay. A-Rod turns 43. Still get out there and hit some dingers if he wanted to. A-Rod, I feel like we don't appreciate how good A-Rod is. No, nah, but it, he did it to himself. Yeah, I know. Let's be honest. Still pretty great. Though. Yeah. And sitting to my right in the jump seat, the Siskel to my Ebert, our West African <laughs> prince. Ishmael Johnson. I love this new tandem every day. Good. It's going to be a new tandem. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a a new thing. Um, This is really just part of your evolution to turn this into a show of bits. Like, literally every (laughs) sentence is... There's the whole intro. For your birthday every year, we should just turn... Every sentence should just be a bit. It should be something you write for like a month. Like, write my birthday show? Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. But not tell anybody when my birthday right. is. It'll just show up in the <laughs> right. feed, and they'll be like, this is Welcome a weird show. to the show of bits. This is a weird show. Today is Friday, July 27th, 2018, 118 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 592, 592, the number of plate appearances for Bob Brower and his illustrious Texas Rangers career, 1986 to 1988. On today's show, guys, we've got a couple of headlines. It's actually kind of Longhorn-centric headlines. Uh, some good, some bad, some indifferent. Uh, but we got some some headlines um, that we're going to pour through, including uh, the loss of a key defender here for the Longhorns. We'll get into that. And then back half of the show, we are going to hear from uh, a man that uh, the guy to my right knows pretty well. Um, Ishmael Johnson knows mm-hmm. Mark Soto, the head coach at San Marcos, pretty well. Uh, talk about, you know, we've we've kind of had San Marcos on the mind ever since realignment came about mm-hmm. because... Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Oh, boy. <laughs> Things got pretty rough for uh, for the Rattlers, but we here we talked with Mark Soto down there in San Antonio at THSE, a coaching school and convention, and so we will hear from him coming up here at the back half of the show. Yesterday, I had to leave about 2.30. <clears throat> I went over to, down the street, actually, uh-huh. to Coppell High School, my old stomping grounds, okay. my, mm-hmm. my alma mater, sure. um, and spoke to a journalism group of people, uh-huh. young young minds, Youngins. poisoned young minds with yeah. my uh, with my terrible advice. They wanted me to do a, a thing on feature writing, uh-huh. on like feature, which in high school, okay. I mean, I I did well. It's for the newspaper, and it's like I did write a feature in the in the magazine this year, uh-huh. and so I use that as an example. But I guess I have to remember that as high schoolers, that's when you can actually start getting into things you actually care about. Right. Yeah. As opposed to just general things. So everything I told them was new. I was like, right. when you interview somebody, you should either take notes or record it. They're like, oh my god, I should write that down. <laughs> Maybe I should do that. What? Are you kidding me? I have to remember everything? Oh wow, that's amazing. Um, but Ish, you are a man about town. Have you been, uh, have you been, been 
you know, you've been in the journalism game now for sure. five years or so, roughly. Yeah. Ish. Have you been? Have you gotten the call to come and speak to the class yet? A couple. Uh, when I was, especially when I was at the Record in San Marcos, mm-hmm. you know, Texas State, right there. Um, come talk to the student radio station, the student newspaper. You know, just kind of giving uh, tidbits here and there, what you can, because you know that, especially at that stage, they're all going through their entry to journalism class and mm-hmm. so they're kind of hearing a lot of the stuff that you're saying so I, that's kind of my biggest fear is always like just repeating stuff that they've heard before yeah. um, but in your case that sounds like the, yeah, obviously they haven't gone through that so because there's no you know intro yeah. to journalism or intro to reporting whatever intro uh, introductory course they usually take your freshman year of college or something like but that. the thing I always worry about is like these kids are going to be like alright why should I listen to this dingus also true they you should. know they should never listen. And they to shouldn't. Them. Like to be fair, like I'm basically just older than them. Right. That's the only That's the only got. thing I have on them. That's you know you what got. I mean? Otherwise, I am exactly like all of these 16 and 17 year olds who are looking at me yep. and yep. writing down everything I say. I but think, there's there's power in age. Right. I think I think the other thing is especially when you get up to college and you see kind of the the layout of the, the employment landscape yeah. of this mm-hmm. field, yeah. you start to kind of look, it's like, oh, that guy's getting paid to do this. Yep. Like, <laughs> that guy's getting a, yeah. a, a living wage to do this. I should probably... No, let's not go that. crazy with living wage. It's, it is a respectable... I can buy lunch. <laughs> See, my thing... <laughs> and have a place to live. Whenever I get... Whenever I get... Because we all get... I'm sure we all get these emails and these and these texts and these tweets from people, from, like, kids who are coming up in the, in the ranks, right? And they say, hey, like... Uh, how can I how can I break into sports journalism? Everybody yeah. wants to work in sports journalism. It's the right. new hotness now. Right. Like you know, everybody wants to work here. How can I how can I do that? How can I get in? And my response is always like, don't. You know, <laughs> don't bet on like, this. Run, no vacancy. Turn around and run. Run. Right just now. just keep going because it's, it's have, just, an, have an out. <laughs> yeah, have an out. Have a plan B uh, because otherwise, like, uh, look. My one piece of advice is be lucky. Yeah. <laughs> like right. fall into something, <laughs> yeah. meet the right person who gets you the right place, because otherwise it probably won't happen. For My you. piece of advice is don't major in journalism. There you yeah. go. Major in some, as, I say this as a journalism major. I major in something else that can also maybe relay to it. Like yeah. uh, there's a lot of economics. Uh, economics. There's a lot policy. of uh, policy. Policy. Yeah. Sociology. Like yeah. Political other science. Fields where you, it's yeah. political science that you can. English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. English is a great one. Mathematics. Look at, look at Max. something else because it is so much easier to adapt to journalism than it is from journalism to adapt to other The things. only thing dumber than having an English degree and being a journalist is having a film degree mm-hmm. and being a journalist. So <laughs> From a tiny D3 not, college? Yeah. Uh, right? NAI. NAI. <laughs> do not do what I did. Yeah. yeah. Like, like Max and I are coming at this from, like, totally different yeah. points of view. Right. Max went to, like, a very small college and got a film degree, and I went to, like, one of the most prestigious journalism schools <laughs> in the world, and guess what? We're sitting next to yeah. each other. <laughs> yeah. So uh, different re- paths, folks. We report to the same guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. Don't worry. We will have uh, shows for you the next couple of weeks. Why would leading, they worry? Leading up to this. Because you're going to be gone. Oh. They know you're going to be gone. Do they? They do. They know okay. you're going to be in Iceland. All right. Um, you're, you're leaving. That's where it starts. They know where, too. Huh? They know where exactly. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, don't give up It's my Iceland hotel. and then points unknown. Yeah. Um, so. But you are. You're going to. You know, you're, you're heading off into the great 
blue yonder. I am going to get on a plane in Dallas tomorrow when it's 100 degrees, and I'm going to get off a plane in Reykjavik where it's going to be 45. I don't, I don't feel bad for you. I don't feel bad. I'm excited. Yeah. That was a positive that'll thing. Be, I'm very be. happy about this. I have that'll to pack a awesome. jacket. That'll be awesome. <laughs> um, but Max will be gone for basically two and a half weeks, but we will have a podcast still. Don't worry. It's basically going to be me talking to you and then introing uh, some interviews we did at THSE yeah. at Coaching School and Convention, but it'll be very good if you're if you're into that kind of stuff, if you're into hearing coaches talk about being a coach and, <laughs> and what their team's going to look like, then uh, guess what? Good news. Got keep a lot checking, of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Keep checking the website. Matt Steph's got a bunch of preview articles to lead up to the season. I think he's got uh, his hipster picks, yeah. which he's very excited about. He's got uh, new faces, new places, uh, coaches to keep an eye on this year and their new gigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think he is actually, and this is, I haven't talked to you guys about this yet. He's going to predict every district himself. Oh, Jesus. You know we already did. We did a 400-page magazine about <laughs> it. I've explained this to him, but he would like to do his own for record oh, and breaking off and what a psychopath he's he's a lunatic so that's going to be in the scoop but we'll be posting it to the site so there'll be plenty of content for me from matt step uh he's a robot sent from the future to kill anyway us. the point is there'll be plenty of content over the next two and a half weeks we also are launching a new series uh that uh our new man ryan mcdonald is writing about uh under recruited kids around the state kids who we feel like deserve a little more attention than they're getting from uh, recruiters and at the college level. He's already written three of them. They're pretty good, and we feel like we're picking uh, some pretty good kids so far. So. Yeah, it's been it's been a it's it's a good series. I've I've gotten a chance to to look it over, and and I like the idea of and and under recruited could be like oh he's got some FCS offers, but I think he's an FBS kid, yeah. or it could be he's I'm not D2 getting yeah I, I'm not getting any attention, right. but this is definitely like a D two player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. I, th- I think we always feel like uh, we we you talk we all talk to coaches so often. There's always a guy on the team mm-hmm. he'll go to bat for. Yeah. Right, yep. he'll just say he'll pound his fist on the table and go, "This kid is a football player," and so we, you know, we did some research. We looked at some players, and then we called those coaches and said, "You know, would you be interested in talking about these kids?" And uh, thus, the series was launched. Yeah. So, uh, we're pretty excited to, to show that to some of our readers. I think we'll start rolling those out at the beginning of next week too. Yeah, we're going to have that coming up on TexasFootball.com. So, a lot of good stuff coming up on Texas for the new Texas Football. Yeah. Everything's new. It's weird. It is. It's very odd and exciting. Yes couple of headlines to get through one this coming down uh, it's going to be like the jake trotter show because we've got a couple of headlines a couple of stories <laughs> from jake trotter um first and foremost from um, he's reporting that or the school rather reported on thursday that uh texas longhorns sophomore linebacker demarco boyd the product gilmer uh, has been suspended from the team uh back on july 4th and i'm trying to piece this all together but um it sounds like he was in some sort of car wreck uh-huh and it sounds like he then decided to get out of the car and get into a fight with the other guy. Not great. Um, he's been accused of assaulting a 20-year-old at the scene of the crash. Um, but they're going to, you know, they, they basically, he's a reserve. He only played in four. Um, you know, there was a, um, they, he, his brother Chris Boyd, who yeah. is uh, projected to be a, a, you know, he's a returning starter at corner and projected to be their, their, cor- uh, their starting left corner, basically. Um he was in that crash as well, and he tweeted like photos of it. Looks like a pretty bad wreck. But yeah. It sounds like, um, it sounds like the, the the real story is what happened after yeah. that. So, Demarco Boyd for Texas has been suspended. Uh, Jake Trotter, by the way, to continue to pump up his stuff, has a, a very interesting story up on ESPN.com right now about uh, this is the 50th anniversary of the wishbone. 
Um, nice. So it's about peace that. after our own hearts. It is. So it's about it's about what the wishbone looked like, how it was officially christened, um, what it how you know basically it's almost it's not like a um, it's basically just like a, 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 a how it came to be type story. It's yeah. like how did somebody come to, to come to this idea of coming up with this totally new yeah. weirdo formation that ended up being one of the most devastating offenses in the nation. Um, you know, heck, you know. Barry Switzer ran it at Oklahoma. They became yeah. they became a football powerhouse. It was it is the it is the formation of the South of the Southwest Conference. And so, if you are into that kind of thing, and if you're not, why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> that is a great story up from Jake Trotter on ESPN.com uh, about Texas's iconic wishbone offense at fifty. So, one other thing, uh, also from our friends at the Worldwide Leader, uh, they uh, put out their power rankings. Their conference power rankings. And I'll tell you that there's a good amount of crossover between their power rankings and ours. Mm -hmm. Um, They've got Oklahoma at the top. What are you trying to say, Greg? I'm saying that they cribbed it from us. (laughs) Um, They've got Oklahoma at the top. I don't think that's really any debate, right? This is a Mm. a team that... um, It's risky. Yeah, real risky. Right. (laughs) But Oklahoma is the defending champs. They've got four consecutive Big 12 titles, at least a share of four consecutive Big 12 titles. And Lincoln Riley showed that he can take the ship and steer it, continue to steer it in the right direction last year. That's exactly right. I think that that any competent, um, you know, one of these needs to start with Oklahoma. Um, Then they've got West Virginia, like us. Mm. Now, we've been very, we've been banging the West Virginia drum for, for a little bit now. We've been trying to tell people that we think Will Greer's in for a very big year. They've got West Virginia second as well. Um, so, again, cribbing from us. In fact, they've got the top four the same. TCU comes in at number three again. I think, um, I think TCU is, is, is probably the wild card mm-hmm. at the top of this conference. Um, I don't know if there's any other team that's going to like surprises and win the conference, but TCU is probably the wild card. If Sean Robinson basically puts it all together, then a things of, could be. A lot of this is based on Gary Patterson's reputation. Oh too. Yeah. yeah, and the Where defense like, they're going to be back. You I just mean, figure they're going to be good. I mean, they've got the they've got Ben Benagu coming back. You know, Ross Blacklock, Juwan Johnson in, in the linebacker core. I mean, this is going to be a really good defense. A lot of it, as we've said before, comes down to what Sean Robinson does. Texas at four. Like us, we've got Texas at four. Um, you know, this is year two. They got to find a quarterback. There's all eyes on that, um, and we'll find out what they're going to do. But, but overall, you know, that defensive front seven will be very good for Texas, and that should keep them uh, up near at least the top half of the conference. This is where we split. They have Oklahoma State number five. We have Oklahoma State number eight. Yeah, I think it's eight. I think it's, a, I think it's a real transition year for them. I mean, the walk, former walk-on Taylor Cornelius sounds like he's going to be the quarterback. If I were, if if it were me, I'd go with Spencer Sanders, who's the reigning Mister Texas Football Player of the Year. Right. But then again, they don't pay me to to, to think. <laughs> um, I would say that. I would go with Spencer Sanders, but we'll too. we'll see what they're. I mean, we're do. obviously biased because we want to see. We're him. biased. We want to see him, but do great. It, it is risky to put in a, a, a true freshman um, there. They've got Kansas State six. We had them five. Iowa State seven. Again, basically we disagree. Uh, you know, the rest is pretty much the same. Baylor, yeah. uh, Baylor. You know, Texas Tech, Baylor, Kansas. Uh, we basically only. F- you know, they are a lot higher on Oklahoma State than we are. Is basically the name of the right. game. Um, but that is the Big 12 power rankings you can see at ESPN.com. Like I said, I would like to officially accuse ESPN.com of cribbing from Dave Campbell's <laughs> Texas football. 
We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Remember, TexasFootball.com is where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. For the low, low price of 20 buck for the entire year, you get all sorts of goodness. Two magazines mailed directly to you, including... Uh, the summer magazine will will drop in the mail for you today if you haven't gotten yours yet. We're going to start to make the transition probably September, where you'll start getting the recruiting edition first, and then be pre-ordered for the 2019 summer edition. We'll start getting into that here, but we'll have more on that whenever we come back. Um, but then we're going to, you know, we're we're talking about you get the recruiting edition, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, which comes out uh, in December. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content, TexasFootball.com, robust content, very robust content, including. New this year, a nerding out high school football podcast yet to be named between Matt Stepp and I, where we're just basically going to sit down in these chairs and we're going to talk about the week in high school football for uh, as long as we have content. So Max is going to edit a seven-hour podcast every week. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be for insiders only. We're so, looking forward to that. So become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. You can find that at TexasFootball.com. Nineteen ninety-five for an entire year makes a great gift as well. It's TexasFootball.com. While we were down in San Antonio at the THSCA Coaching School and Convention, we caught up with a number of coaches, 55 of them, actually, 55 different coaches. One of them um, is basically like your landlord, is that right, from down there in San Antonio? <laughs> He's my guy. Coach Soto's my guy, yeah. Mark Soto, the head coach at San Marcos. San Marcos in an, in an interesting spot here, um, you know, moving into the San – I mean, let's be real, the San Antonio District of Doom. It's basically the same district as – Past two years, just adding San Marcos. Yes, that's it basically it. The, one of the hardest so districts in the state. They're in the district. You know, they're going from a district that they won last year, mm-hmm. now going up into against Judson, Smithson Valley, Cibolo Steel, Shirts Clemens, and by by the way, God forbid, New Braunfels or New Braunfels Canyon or <laughs> oh. San Antonio East Central figures it out. What a bloodbath! It could be very bad. In any case, uh, San Marcos coach Mark Soto is very excited about his Rattlers. We are too. Here's our conversation, Matt Stepp's conversation, I believe, mm-hmm. with San Marcos coach Mark Soto here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp with Dave Campbell's Texas Football back here at the 2018 Texas High School Coaches Association Convention in beautiful San Antonio, Texas. Here with the head coach of the San Marcos Rattlers, Coach Mark Soto. Coach, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to uh, chat with us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Now, Coach, you are dressed uh, appropriately for the <laughs> event. You are on the THSCA Board of Directors. And yes, uh, I know you've been in a lot of meetings, so we appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us. No problem. But let, let's talk about the convention. Uh, there's been some changes this year to, to the schedule. And I, and I think talking to coaches for the most part, uh, it's been a positive change. It seems like there's a lot more coaches here. The numbers seem to be good. Um, I can't confirm that because I'm just going off the eyeball test. But but talk about um, overall numbers and what what the what the board of directors kind of the thought process in making the change to schedule. You know, uh, it's been well received, uh, and and the numbers are up. From what we're guesstimating right now, it's going to be the best uh, convention we've ever had. Uh, it's Coach Rutledge's last convention, so that's pretty fitting that uh, the number of people have shown up to. Uh, be at this convention you know there's a couple wrinkles here and there that we got to figure out and uh those questions will be answered you know in the off season getting ready for preparation for houston next year so um we're really excited we're excited to have all these coaches here and being able to share with so many vendors i think we have over 750 vendors uh the talks have been awesome i was in a strength and conditioning talk with bruce webb who there was over 260 people we had to turn over turn away over 200 uh, 
20 people, uh, they couldn't get into the room. So I think coaches are learning here. I think coaches are getting certified with our new CCP training, uh, which is huge. Uh, We're the only state in the nation that has certified training uh, for um, tackling and and safety and uh, concussions and those type of things. So we're really excited with the the way the – the association is moving and just trying to be proactive and make sure that everybody in this nation understands that Texas coaches are, are the best around. I know one thing, I, you know, usually the early morning lectures, usually not quite as uh, well attended, mm-hmm. but I heard the 9 o'clock uh, meeting with Chad Morris at Arkansas was packed. Well, Chad Morris is a hometown boy. He so, is, you is. know, they come in to see him. Uh, I, I was just talking with uh, Dr. Elza with the UIL and, and their meeting. They had over 940 people in it. Wow. Uh, just on the rules, you know, the rule changes. Mm-hmm. So uh, co- coaches here in Texas, they want to learn. They want to be in the forefront. They want to make sure that uh, they're taking care of their kids the way they need to and their programs the way they need to. All right, Coach, let's talk about your ball club specifically. Um, tremendous 2017 season. You ca- you guys broke through, got a playoff win, district championship. I know a lot of excitement around the Rattlers heading into 2018. UIL realignment came. You guys are in a new district. A lot of excitement about that. I know the challenge is going to be tough, but it seems like you guys uh, are, are ready for that challenge. Just talk about looking ahead to 2018 and, and what your message has been to your kids this offseason. You know, well, 2017, that that district was pretty tough. You know, you got your Austin Bowies in there, and then in the playoffs we met up with Westwood and uh, Spring Westfield. Uh, you know, that gets you ready. Uh, I think it's time for us to grow up, and I think it's time for us to go, you know, back into 26, uh, 6A. Uh, with the Judsons and the Smithson Valleys and see where we line up. Um, you know, I, I, I saw a uh, quote on uh, Twitter the other day. It said, the line doesn't leave the Serengeti. Well, we're going to jump in the middle of the Serengeti and see what happens. I mean, uh, uh, it's just time to grow up for the Rattlers. It's time to, for our community to get behind us like they have in the past and, and for our kids to just look across the field and understand that they belong on that field. You know, one thing that people don't talk about is, is for a long time, San Marcos didn't have a home stadium. <laughs> they, they played games at, at Bobcat, and Bobcat's a nice stadium. But how big was it for the for the, the, the community and the taxpayers of San Marcos uh, Consolidated ISD to get their own facility? And you guys have a facility that you get your kids can call your own. How big was that? That facility is top of the line, and our community did a great job. Uh, we've got $32 million uh, that went towards that uh, on a bond. We built an indoor facility. We built a 8,000-seat uh, stadium. Uh, it's one of the best in Texas. We feel one of the best in the nation when you put the whole complex together. Everything's turfed in our district. Uh, it's kept kids out there. You know, it's kept kids on the field. It's kept kids uh, in the weight room, in the indoor plan instead of, you know, it's too hot to be out here. So I think that's the biggest thing. It's given us a central location to be proud of. Um, you know, te- playing at Texas State was great, and they were they were um, great to us, And but it was kind of like Big Brother uh, syndrome. Yeah. They, they were ready for the little brother to kind of get out on its own, and after 31 years, it was time. It's a gathering place on Friday nights. You know, the Friday night lights in, in San Marcos are like none other. Uh, crowds come. They, they're loud. They stay late. And uh, it's a good time for our kids. And the kids really feel the love. They really feel the pride in the community. There's a misconception about indoors. Everybody sees these indoor facilities and mm-hmm. they're just for football. They're not. You, no. I mean, baseball can get in there. Softball yep. can get in there. Soccer can get in there. Your marching band can get in there in March as well. It's, it's, it's an all-purpose. It's truly those are all-purpose facilities, aren't they? I don't know why more people don't build them. I mean, uh, our band's probably in there right now practicing because it's hot outside. Uh, we even have uh, nets where the golf team can go in there and hit inside the nets. Uh, we have some track lanes in ours. Uh, we have all the lines for football, baseball, uh, base, uh, softball. So, yeah, in the spring you can see four different sports uh, practicing in there if it's rained. And uh, it's just a great, great place for our kids to gather. 
What kind of ball, looking ahead to 2018 again, what kind of ball club can, can Rattler fans to expect? Obviously, graduation, you graduated a great senior we group. Sure did. Um, but what kind of team can, can Rattler fans expect to see on the field in 2018? Yeah, they're going to see a tough-nosed field, uh, team. We're going to... We're going to hang our hat on being blue-collar workers. We're going to hang our hat on, hey, we're going to play till that last uh, whistle because we saw last year with three major comebacks in our season that if you just play till that last whistle and don't worry about what the scoreboard reads, uh, good things are going to happen. So we're going to run to the ball on defense like we normally do. Offense, we're going to uh, you know, pick and choose where we can go with a lot of RPO game and uh, you know just make sure our kids believe in themselves every time they step out on that field. All right, Coach, final question for you here. This is All from right. the Dick's Sporting Goods Wheel of Questions. We're going to have you spin it. Whatever question it lands on, you got to answer it truthfully and honestly. Uh, like all of them. Yes, sir. <laughs> what do we got? All right, Coach, this is a barbecue <laughs> sauce question. No problem. i got the answer. All right. Are you a guy who believes barbecue sauce is an essential – and I kind of know – I think I know the answer because – part of the state you're from okay barbecue sauce is it an essential addition to barbecue or does it just cover up mediocre meat barbecue sauce is essential in my mind because i like hayes county barbecue sauce from hayes county uh, just a just a plug right there no, hey the best barbecue me. sauce it, in texas so when i cover a game in san marcus is that where i need to go pregame you need to, to go there <laughs> hayes county barbecue it, yeah. and ishmael johnson he uh, he agrees he's nodding yes <laughs> no doubt so barbecue sauce do you like, do you like your barbecue sauce sweet spicy tangy what, what kind of what kind of sauce do tangy you like? and on the side because sometimes that meat is too good and you just got to dip it all right there you go <laughs> there you have it he's mark soto with the san marcus rattlers and the thsca board of directors coach we're really busy and i know you appreciate your time thank, thank you. you appreciate what you do for student athletes in the state of texas thank you there he is mark soto head coach sam marcus rattlers appreciate him stopping by the dctf booth while we were down there at thsca coaching school and convention a 10 win year a year ago but here's the problem they're one of three teams that won 10 <laughs> wins in their own district that won 10 games in their own so district stupidly so. and by the way that doesn't count steel who is a yeah. quarter finalist yeah and quarterfinals or semifinals? Quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. Um, yeah. yeah. Not semifinals. Quarterfinals. Yeah. And that doesn't count Sherwood Clemens, yeah. who's always good. Yeah. So it's an uphill climb, but uh, all you got to do is steal one, and you're in the district, and you're in, you're in the playoffs. So yeah. we're excited to see what San Marcos pulls together in 2018. That is going to do it for us for this week. We will be back on Monday. So thank you, Max. Sure. Thank you, Ish. Thank you. And thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you on Monday on Texas Football Today.